Greetings to the Good Witch, Bad Witch live podcast. Yes, that's right. We actually did a live show October 29th, and you weren't there. Sad. But we want to thank our friends at Busy Bees Crafts and Ceramics for being our main sponsor for the show. If you were there, it was an amazing night of laughs, frivolity, a lot of mess-ups, and a lot of goofs but a whole lot of fun. So now, the first part of a two-part series, Good Witch, Bad Witch, live. Greetings, children of the solstice. Gather round the cauldron for another episode of Good Witch, Bad Witch. Which witch are That's right, Lake Street Tavern. You wanted the best, but unfortunately they weren't available. But thank you for coming out to tonight's live podcast of Good Witch, Bad Witch. And now, those mavens of mystery, those weirdos of the wacky ways of mystery, Shelly and Lisa. expensive it's a little bit of a pain in the ass but thanks for being here yeah this is not how this usually <laughs> happens at all well welcome bad witch this is my best friend lisa pavich brown and this is the good witch shelly majors hi everybody uh i work here yeah. at the blake street tavern we really appreciate you guys coming i hope you guys got some good vittles lisa made the rice crispy treats that look like raw meat they are really just rice crispy treats <laughs> and my lip gloss is right here. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's so, really warm. It is. So I feel like there's something missing. Nope, nope. This is how it's supposed okay, to be. Perfect. Yeah, it's just you and me, the, the good witch and the bad witch, yeah. how it's supposed to be. Okay, perfect. Okay, so what we're going to be talking about first... Is, wait a minute. Oh, wait. isn't there a dude? Is there yeah. a dude we usually let hang along with us? Cosmic Seeker of Love. What up? He's more than <laughs> And he ain't no Yeah. Joe. How y'all doing out there? Oh, yeah. It's the man witch. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Guys, guys. Daryl is really warm. Can he take off his jacket? Yeah. <laughs> it's really... <laughs> Woohoo! I didn't think this thing was going to be that hot. <laughs> Glad we don't wear this all the time. <laughs> We've got a lot of ground to cover today, guys. Yes. Yeah, so here's the first thing. 
We want to thank everybody for coming. You guys, you're all our biggest fans, and that's the amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Give you. yourself thank a round of applause. Up. That's good. Yeah. We went from awesome. a small studio in my little condo to now we have tens and dozens of fans. Dozens we're, of fans. We're humbled. Yeah. As D-list Arvada celebrities, we're very humbled. Thank you for being <laughs> we are. here. Um, we'd also, we'd like to thank our past guests that are here that um, joined us. Uh, Candina Cruz is here. And she's one of our, and if you listen to her, her episode is Lay Your Hands on Me. Yes. yes so yes. there's that. Um, our doorman. Jeff Cassett. Yeah. Thank you. He was on our episode that was called... Mm -hmm. Something. Mama said, knock you out. That's right. How, that came from the cockles <laughs> in my mind. We're um, up to 45, you know, so. Yeah, we have, good. there is 45 episodes This is our now, 45th so. episode today. Yes. Yeah? Is it? Yes. Or 44th. 45th. Or 44th. Also, our um, best and biggest sponsor, well, besides the Blake Street, I mean, I do. Yeah. Yeah. But Busy Bees has been with us from the beginning. Since the beginning, Busy Bees Craft and Ceramics, who are all sitting at that table over there. Those are all the girls from Busy Bees. So, yay, yay, yay. Oh, and, and yeah, back there, there is what I meant to say. All right. Yeah, perfect. Um, so, what else do we have, guys? I know what you got written down. You know, me and Shelly ain't got nothing written down. I know, shit, right? <laughs> yeah, of That's course. That's how we show up. I also wanted to down. thank Prepare. a lot of people in our VIP area. Either you bought tickets to be in our VIP area or you've been a huge help to us and we wanted to thank you. Elaine and Janelle, they got us on the map, they got us on Instagram, Patreon, all the things that we're too old and stupid to figure out. <laughs> right. So, Elaine's really older than that. me, though, so I know. Oh. She's smarter She's just than smart. both of us put yeah. together. I'm like, I'm not going to lie. So that was a big fat thank you. Karen Hamamoto Beavis, the fourth witch. She flew all the way out here. She's a witch doctor tonight. Yeah. She came out to help us with From merch. New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. She came and all she's that way. Now, she's now uh, a lady pates at the 10. So she uh, is. Yeah, she signed up. And that's not her real nose. <laughs> in case you were wondering. Thank you, Karen. And our moms are here. My mom, K-Majors, Cagers, and Jan Hamamoto, Jamamoto. I can't see anybody. They're right in front. Yeah, we can't, can't see anything right now. So oh, you guys there all are look people like here. angels. They can just see sweat rolling down my witchy face. Yeah, you are kind of sweaty. I am a little glowy. Yeah. You just we were just standing back in that heater back there forever. I know. That's <laughs> so funny. Okay. Anywho, we've had some reruns, and we've had uh, some short episodes this month, some Halloween things. We've all been really busy. You've been busy. We've been busy. But tonight, we want to celebrate all of you and Halloween and uh, bring back... One of our most favorite people mm -hmm. our and guest. our very first guest, uh, Jen Bates Huggaboom. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to have the man witch go and grab her really yes. fast while we give a little brief description of Jen and what she does. Mm -hmm. Yes. Go for go. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jen, um, she uh, reads people and she connects with uh, people on the other side. She has done readings for me and Lisa and several of our friends. Uh, I used to think that sort of thing was hooey, to be honest with you. She's super legit. She's very real. She's just a lovely human being. And um, she is going to see what she is feeling tonight and, um, you know, just go with the flow there. And she's just going to uh, tell us what she's feeling and what she's reading from the room. So it could be one of your loved ones. It could be one of our loved ones. It could be, um, I don't know, she might sing Rocky Mountain High. I don't know. Get possessed by John Denver. I don't be. know what she's going to do. She doesn't know what she's going to do. But she has been um, training with a mentor to do this for many, many years. She can compartmentalize and uh, it's like clocking in and out. She doesn't just go around feeling dead people all the time. 
But uh, if you haven't listened to our first episode, Welcome to the Other Side with Jen, please do. She's really a talent and a gifted, wonderful human being. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. So here she so is. So here she is. This is our theme music for Jen. <laughs> Woohoo! Cue the music. Cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> All this All thing. right, here's Jen. Woo! Thank you for being with us today, Jen. Thank you for having me. We all wear purple today, unbeknownst to one another. Does it mean something? I don't know. But what does purple good. mean? Peace. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Peace and protection. Awesome. Indeed. Um, would you like to tell people about yourself a little bit and what you do? Sure. I'm Jen Bates, Hogaboom. Um, I have been a psychic medium for, gosh, the better part of probably most of my life, but didn't start practicing this until probably about, I'd say about eight years ago, um, when I found a mentor who could kind of help me through the process of, of really kind of trying to understand how this all works and, you know, really trying to figure out, am I crazy? Am I schizophrenic? What the hell is going on? Why do I see dead people? Why do I hear them? Um, but really through her help and, and counseling and really tutelage, I was able to really kind of tap into my own gifts. Um, and when she told me, you know, if you've listened to my first episode, um, really, I, I honestly didn't believe her when she said, you're going to be doing this on stage one day. You're going to be helping other people through their grief, their loss, and things like that. So it was through some loss and through some trauma that I had in my own life um, that I d discovered that this is something that I could do even from you know a very young age. So, do you, um, What do you think that a good witch, bad witch has done for your business? It's grown it exponentially. I am so happy to see some of you that I have helped and talked to on the phone or in person, um, it just really makes me very happy. So it has grown tremendously. So for those of you that I do uh, and have talked to that are my clients that are here, uh, God bless you all for showing up and just being here for, for me today and, and everything. I really appreciate you all. Well, I want to give you the most time that you can get to do your craft and all that fun okay. stuff. Do you need anything to help prepare you or anything like that? No, I think we're, I think we're ready. Okay, so yeah. she will fill this all out and mm -hmm. all the things. And yes. if you feel like the person that's coming through is somebody that's actually yours, your person, and stuff. Daryl's going to have uh, um, Mike and he'll Mike come right so that you can, if you have any questions, you can talk and all that fun stuff. So, wonderful. Check. There you go. Yep. All right. Okay. So, Just you know, life. there's really, one thing I do want to preface this with is that there's really no rhyme or reason to how this works. Whoever comes through just comes through. Um, you know, a lot of us have lost people in our lives. Um, a lot of us, it could be a very emotional thing. So I really want to just put protection over wow. everybody and let you know that I always start out my readings with, um, I encircle all of us by the white light of God's love and divine protection. I do believe, um, don't ne necessarily mean that everybody has to, but it's something that I do for everybody before I ever start a reading. Um, and if you know me, you know that that's what I do for you uh, whenever we start. So, so right now, um, there is a very, very heavy mother presence coming through for me right now. Um, and I hate to single people out, but I'm going to um, at this table here. 
uh, because there are two mothers that have passed at this table. Um, and uh, they are both together, ironically. They showed up with both of you this evening. So um, yours uh, is here, and we've talked about this before. She's very strong and need you to know that she wanted to be at the center of this. Um, did your mothers know each other? No? Okay. Okay. They are all, they're together. Um, and Jen, I'm sorry to call yeah, you out, but I'm your, your mom I'm is, and as I've told you in the past, one of the strongest forces that comes through. And she is really yelling at me right now to let you know that she just wishes that she could sit here and be with you because this is something that she really would have enjoyed doing in person with you. Um, she was really into the metaphysical world, I think, and it was something that she really didn't share with you. Is that, does that sound accurate? Yeah. Okay. Um, so one of the things that I will ask when I'm doing a reading is that I'm going to just, I, I talk fast because I'm getting the information in very, very quickly. Um, but she's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if we've talked about that. And I, can't, I cannot remember. Um, but she is sitting next to you and she's having the time of her life right now, just seeing all of you sitting together and being together um, and could not be more proud of you um, and the person that you have become in life. So that's a beautiful message. Thank you. Her. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, gosh. I have got a ton of folks coming in to me right now, but one of the ones that, um, one of the things that I will preface this with is that not every message is pleasant. Not every message is happy and joyful. Sometimes they can make us cry. This is a safe space to do that. Apologies in advance if that is an emotionally provoking thing. I try very hard to keep everybody's space and private life sacred. Since we are in such a public realm, it is, it is harder to do. Um, but I'm getting, uh, I'm getting a child in. Um, this is a boy who might have passed in his adolescence. Um, and I need to know who's, who this belongs to. Um, mom and dad are here. So is there anybody that might have passed? Younger, it's a son of somebody's, mm -hmm. or a brother who may have passed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep rolling with it. Mm -hmm. um, who's got an Italian grandma that's really, really loud, that <laughs> liked to bake a lot of cookies? I don't know my grandma. I'm like, <laughs> you didn't know your grandma? All right, that's all right. There's an Italian grandma she that's coming Italian, through. She Italian, but... Yeah. Had a ton of... Someone in the back there? No? Okay. Uh, Italian grandma? Okay. So I'll have you just give me very limited information. You're good. You're good. Um, you were very close to this grandmother. Okay. She wasn't very tall. She was a very short lady. Okay. She liked to make pizzelles a lot, but she made pinoles. Yeah. With the sprinkles and the honey. Uh, pinole cookies are like almond flavor. They've got pine nuts all over the top of them. Does that make sense to you? Those, and then she made these twisty ones that had um, honey and sprinkles. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the knots. Uh, I don't know what they're called, but I just called them Grandma, Grandma Annie. Grandma Anna. Right. <laughs> She's acknowledging that she is talking with you right now. She wants you to know that she she knows that you know that you can you you pick up on her you, you sense her is that correct okay so she's she's telling me that she's she's very proud of the fact that you've carried on some of her traditions and some of the Italian family traditions um, that she's that she has really instilled but that you're the only one that seems to be taking these things on does that sound accurate yeah okay I was never taught to cook or do anything in the kitchen and she taught me everything so I still cook a lot of her recipes and Fantastic. teach everybody her sauce her marinara sauce is very important to her you've got a lot of Italian family that has passed there's a grandpa as well that has come through her husband oh yeah and I never knew him but I never had a, a grandparents alive to get to know and okay she kind of took me on as hers <laughs> she she and did she and passed. she's She's telling me that she's she keeps bringing you in to like meet other family, so that would make sense if if it was something that she just kind of you know brought you in, you know, into a family that that's exactly it. But she that that those are times that she truly treasured. So really, kind of take that into your heart and say thank you to her. Um, but she is acknowledging that she's wanting. She's showing me a lace tablecloth. Do you have a do you have a tablecloth that you use during a special time of year? Yes. The table. The table? It's, it's on, on the, the table. table. It is on the table. She, okay, fantastic. I never had anything like that passed on to me. And she oh. gave me linens and she gave me um, lots of really fancy tablecloths. And I was, you know, I grew up really poor in the country. So to have this really loud New York grandma from Queens saying, you're going to take all these home with you now and you're going to use them. And like, I'm like, those are too fancy for me. And, but now I use them because... Aren't that's fancy. a very special that's a special message for sure so she's acknowledging that you've done something that's so very special and sacred to her uh, brought through so thank you very much absolutely all right all right so I have a very strong dad presence coming through he was tall had a mustache, wore glasses. Okay, someone in the corner back there? Okay, was he Hispanic or Italian, kind of darker? Uh, okay, um, he is acknowledging that he sees you and your presence, obviously. Um, he leaves you things that only you and him would know. Um, do you find like change, pennies, something around the house in just random spots. He's leaving you messages and they're all over the place all the time. And he wants you to make sure that you're not walking over these things. He says she's she's pays attention to everything but the things that I put right in front of her. Okay, so does that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay, um, what is it that he's talking about? Do you, can you help me out a little? Because I'm seeing something shiny, like, a, like it's a coin of something of some sort. I honestly don't know. Okay, so start looking for those things. Sometimes the messages that I get come in that they're telling me to tell her to look for pennies, look for, I'm seeing dimes for some reason. Um, did, he, he, did he play cards? Did he like play poker or cards or gamble in some way? Something with coins and money. He wants you to look for these things, but he's showing me a card game. Um. 
it's kind of a, a running joke in our family that we all play rummy together. Okay, there you go. It's a gin rummy. I know that you can play with pennies or you play with coins or Michigan rummy. You can play that. Um, I do know, but he keeps mentioning the word Tripoli. Did you ever play that game Tripoli? Mm -mm. It's a card game, but you do play with money um, on that. But he, he's laughing a little bit because he said that it was always fascinating to you about rummy because you couldn't quite always figure it out. Does that make sense? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. There you, he said, he goes, she wasn't real good at math. So that could be everybody in this room at this point. So, but he's laughing and he's just really embracing you. So please do know that, that, um, that's a really great message from your dad from the other side. Thank you. Yeah. While Jen is kind of thinking a little bit too, I wanted to give you all a little background. She had called me yesterday, two days ago. I don't know, we've talked a lot this week. But she said that my sister wanted to be here and be front and center. My sister passed away three years ago. She's and here. that she was completely wanting the spotlight, which I'm not at all surprised. <laughs> so if you're wondering what that table is, that's the picture of her. Um, she also told Jen that she didn't want anybody touching her stuff. I told her to suck it. And, um, she did. Yeah, and then... Brandy flipped me off, apparently. Yeah, she did. So, yeah. So, there she was did. that. It, we're just, like, still going the same way that we used to. So, anyways, she is here with us, and we had to put do not touch at the table because she didn't want anybody touching her shit. So, <laughs> there's that. Yeah. So, on a personal note, and, you know, in as much as you try really hard not to read for the people that you know, that you know some of their stories, I have to um, bring Karen into this a little bit because there is a special reading that I do need to give because this person's been with me all week and I cannot shake her. Um, but I do know and did not know this person um, at all well in life, but she will not leave me alone when I'm with the two of you. Um, and now that Karen is in the room, um, Colleen is here for you. Um, she is one of our best friends, yes. with, in Karen's, our other witch best friend, so, yes. And uh, Shayla and I just uh, spread some of Colleen's ashes in Greece, in Santorini, last week. So it's kind of nice that we're all together. Yeah. So I want you to know that what she's telling me is that um, sun salutation, mm -hmm. you need to continue to do that. The ashes have been acknowledged. She is at peace where she's at. And I see you, Shayla, back there. So um, I need you all to know how peaceful she is and how much she loves all of you for doing what, she, what you've done for her. Is she pissed off that I haven't um, put her ashes anywhere yet? Because no, I'm still holding wants, on to them. <laughs> she's laughing. She, what, what is with a Sharpie marker and 1989 on her leg? <laughs> she had lots of tattoos. No, we wrote. No, we know. We wrote on we, her. We signed her. We signed her <laughs> before she died. You guys, this is awful. We were now we're saying this out loud. Pretty dark. This is pretty dark. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, I forgot this. Colleen was had cancer and she was really really sick. The last mm. night that we were together, we may have drank a little bit too much, and we, we told. We asked her if we could sign her all over her body with a Sharpie <laughs> so that the people who cremated her would see it. I'm, oh my God, all right. you guys. So here's what horrible. I'm going to say. She's, she's, she's saying, this is, pardon my language, I'm going to just drop it. 
But she said that is fucking hilarious. No, she thought it was funny so at the time. She yeah. really, like, honestly, is is quite happy and and really. Our other, she said that it was really. Well, she's I don't know. I can't believe you know. Okay, you guys, yeah. seriously, we've been Nobody friends, but she didn't know that. I did not. I am not even kidding you. That and we did write I the class of '89 on there. I see 1989 on. We like, stamped with a stamp. But uh, she she's laughing. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was a hoot. She's she's laughing and she's basically just telling me she's like I cannot believe that you guys did that or, or that you took me seriously enough to do that but uh, she wants to acknowledge that she was looking down at that time her soul had kind of left us her body was still there yeah. so please do know that that's a very sweet sign she laughs she's very funny she um, yeah but she knew our crazy sense of humor too she so. is really uh, I think you honored her soul by taking her to Greece. So that was a very big deal for her to, to, to be able to, to get that. And no, she's not mad at you. Well, and I plan on taking her to Red Rocks. I am not, and, cause that's was our thing. We watched, we saw concerts together. Like we love slaughter. <laughs> and um, so we, I want to take her to Red Rocks. I just do not physically him? fit enough to get up those stairs yet. It, she's only been gone for eight years. So I'll get up there at some point. It's fine. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. So uh, that's a that's a great message. It is. She's she's very active in your lives. Um, all of you that were so dear to her. Um, she's very very active. And so again, I encourage everybody. It's not just who I'm reading for, but all of you need to pay attention to signs that you see. Um, my husband is here tonight and. He means the world to me, but um, we have weird signs in our house that happen, and and they're from people that we've loved who have passed as well. And I have to tell you to believe in those things and to look for those things when they happen. Look for the the pink roses. Look for the red roses. Look for the things that um, that really meant something to you maybe in, in life that you, really we all take it for granted so many things you know in life that, that, that are so small but look for those things I think that those are that's one of the biggest messages that I have for everybody tonight is just to really look at pay attention to those things. Jen is it true that a lot of times people will um, try to send a message through electronics or songs yes. or um, animals even ladybugs yep. or yeah. So they put little messages on their back or does that work? Literally, exactly. okay, literally. Perfect. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I okay. will say that um, I can speak to that, you know, personally. Uh, if you've heard the podcast and heard the first one, um, I have three very beautiful children. My oldest daughter's father passed away. Uh, he took his life uh, when she was a newborn. But um, when I was going through this and try to, you know, I, I came to terms with that a long time ago. But one of the things that my mentor was telling me is she's like, do you hear a certain Brooks and Dunn song more often than you want to? Not that I don't like Brooks and Dunn, I do. But I do, and it's Red Dirt Road. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a message from him to me. So if you listen to the words of it, it just makes sense for my life and kind of what has happened in my life. Um, but yes, they do send messages and they do like to, to, for us to, to pay attention to them. We have a picture um, in our house of a, of a person that passed away that was very close to my husband and his boys. And 
uh, I keep this person you know, front and center, and this person likes to knock it down from time to time <laughs> if, if they're not front and center. Um, but there are things that do happen. Um, but um, yeah, it, it, it does happen quite, quite frequently. Um, I know my daughter who is here in the audience that just walked in, she experiences things as well, um, which are just beautiful messages, I think, from her father, um, you know, that it, just signifying that, hey, I'm here. You didn't meet me, but I'm here, so. Do you get feelings from places? For instance, like uh, Blake Street down here has been several different things. <laughs> it's a 115-year-old building. Mm -hmm. I've heard many stories of uh, spirits down here, mostly benevolent, but do you get feelings about places? I do. When I walked in here, first thing, I felt it. Um, and you can feel it at the top of the stairs. I'm not entirely sure what happened here, but there was a violent crime that happened in this room. There's nothing bad that is going to attach to anybody in this room, not tonight, because uh, I've got you. Uh, but uh, what I will say is that, you know, it, it, downtown Denver is an old historic place. So, yes, there, there was lots They're of They're just things. roaming around I everywhere. I feel a, a gangster kind of a, kind of a sense, like this was an underground Mob Speakeasy. Yeah. Well, we had some Absolutely. weird incidents happen today. I mean, we had a table just fall for no reason over yeah. here. It's I mean, possible. just a bunch of glasses earlier. Right. We're just, right. We're just in their we're in their space. Mm. But um, there is another uh, person that is really yelling at me to come through here. Um, uh, someone has someone has lost. Uh, it's a father figure again. Um, this person passed. Uh, I'm getting something of the chest, uh, and I'm, it's not a heart attack. It's not a stroke. I feel like a cancer of some sort. Who's lost a father to cancer, lung cancer, something of the chest? Okay. Well, Several I would say you. that it was more of a father figure to Nicole, to Nicole. than to Daryl. Yeah. yeah. Um, this person is coming through very strong for you right now, um, and that uh, wants to acknowledge that we know he knows that the grieving process is still out there and that it's still, you know, very, very strong. Um, he's around you and trying to kind of surround you with a lot of love and light. Um, but that there's some unresolved things that need to occur. Um, and that, that's something that he wants to acknowledge he sees you doing. So please, is, does that sound accurate? Is that something that you're working on right now? Okay. Continue to do the, the work. Continue to, to give yourself the time, the grace, and the patience for forgiveness, it will happen over time, okay? Um, and we can talk about that offline, okay? So Wonderful. if I could give a little backstory on that whole thing, I, so Nicole is my, is Daryl's stepsister, my stepsister-in-law, is that what we call you? <laughs> my friend. And she was very, very, very close to Daryl's father. Um, Daryl was not close to his father, but when his father passed, Nicole and, um, and Daryl became like, you would think that they've known each other since, like been brother and sister since they were babies. It's insane. And so when I said he came through, I would assume he would come through for Nicole, but if there's forgiving to be done, that's probably on Daryl. So um, that just Say made what? a whole lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. So that's amazing. Wow. Absolutely. I'm still, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm still floored about the fucking Sharpie thing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm freaking out. I'm like, I didn't even know that that should be like, I'm like freaking it. out. Yeah. Like, she didn't even know about it. She was there. Yeah, well, I'm like, she wouldn't shut up this week about this Sharpie. And I'm like, who's oh drawing God. on you? I am so freaking out. Because when, 
me and Jen went a long time without talking, and yeah. when Colleen passed, that was part of it. I mean, I, I had reached out to you when I had heard she had passed. Yeah, but that, it was just, I mean, it wasn't like, hi, yeah, we signed her with a Sharpie. You know, that's not how we reached out. <laughs> no, I had no, idea. no idea. Nope. So that's just crazy for me. So, Sorry, keep going. Do no, that's okay. That's okay. There's so many of you here, and I, I really just want to at least express my gratitude for just, just believing um, there, this is a hard thing to do. It's not an easy thing, and I'm a very shy person, so I don't really do this sort of thing. Um, my clients can attest that I talk to you on the phone um, and very briefly in person, but um, I really appreciate each and every one of you for coming out tonight and just for listening and, and for believing and such. So, um, But uh, there's a lot of spirits still with me. I have a sister that passed. It is not Brandy. Um, I have a sister that has passed, and the sister was quite ill. Um, and I am having a rough time because her soul is kind of weak, but she wants to make a presence. I need to know, did this, the sister pass away of breast cancer? Uh, I'm getting it of the chest again, um, or in that particular area. Who has a sister that passed away? Anybody in this room? It could be somebody up in the bar that I'm picking up on too. So you have a sister that's passed away as well? My goodness, I'm so sorry. You've had a lot of loss. Um, she's acknowledging you. Um, what do, You laid something on her or with her when she passed. Uh, she wants you to know that she's, it's with her um, on the other side. Okay. Um, Nicole, you can't cry. Your eye makeup looks okay. too amazing. Yeah. I love your eye makeup too much. No, you love, no, crying I love you. is okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I've got a couple of father figures with me as well. Um, and I have, to, I have to acknowledge you, Tammy, and I'm sorry again to call you out, but um, I, only because I know he doesn't come around as often. I think when we've talked, it hasn't been as often. Um, but he is very strong here with you tonight. He is such a protector of you um, and needs you to know that he loves your hair. He said that. Jen. Thanks, Jen. And thanks, Jen. Thank you, Jen, for sure. But uh, he wants you to know that um, he sees your... You, he, he's telling me that I saw her heavy for so long that I finally see her light again. And he says her beautiful smile keeps coming out. And for that, he's very proud of the work that you've done to get that smile to come back. So for that, it, please, you know, that's, a, that's a great message, definitely. He doesn't always come through as strong, but tonight he is front and center with you and just has his arms around you. So please do know that. Okay, you're welcome, absolutely. Um, I have another father coming through, and I can't ignore this, unfortunately. I wish I could, uh, but your father is here. So my beautiful Lauren is in the back. She's my oldest daughter, and uh, he's so proud of you, so proud of you, and as am I, and, you know, just proud of the the person that you've become and what you're doing with your life right now. Um, I have to brag on my kid a little bit. All of my children are fantastic, but my daughter uh, helps uh, addicts uh, usher them into an enrollment with an opiate use disorder business uh, through a telehealth platform, and she has exponentially changed her life in the last year, and he is front and center in your life need you to keep that picture of him near you always. He, he wants me to tell you that. So, I love you. 
All right. Anybody have questions for me? I'm kind of getting some more messages in, but questions. Why are my eyes leaking? <laughs> I know, right? Stop it. I'm try you you my husband can attest. I'm I'm a crier. I am the worst crier of, of all of them, so I'm, I'm kind of shocked I've kept it together. I think a pretty uh, common question that people have for you that they might be interested in is how you um, separate it and go on with your real life. You don't, you're not just walking down the street feeling everything and, sure. and being overwhelmed and letting it, it suck you dry. How do you separate your, what you do for a living and what you do for, um, to help people? It's, 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 it's hard. Um, it, it is, the best way I can explain it is the way that my mentor explained it to me. It's like punching a time clock for me. So when I'm off, I'm off. And I don't, yes, I can pick up on certain things from time to time, but it isn't always that way. Um, if I walk into a room and I get the chills, that's a sign that, okay, something's in this room, but I'm gonna shut it off because I don't need to know what it is necessarily. Um, but it is a time clock. I have a lot of meditation practices that I do. As you see, I'm holding a huge amethyst. Um, and it's what I do when I do readings. Um, it's just something that, is, that helps me kind of tap into that spirit. A lot of meditation, a lot of quiet thought uh, goes in behind it. Um, but usually after things like this, I can either be extremely energetic or I can be absolutely exhausted. So. Hey, Jen, Jen I, we got somebody back here who wants to ask a question. Yes. I just was kind of wondering, because we're so close to Halloween, is it easier to pick up on people? Is there any, like, truth to that? Or? Uh, there, I'm sure there is for certain people. I think more, I think that the, the other ladies that are here tonight probably could speak a little bit more to that. I live in the light and and I always have not that the other folks here don't but I've always lived kind of up in this area um, where that crown chakra is always open so I'm constantly getting messages in so my skill has to part of the work that I have to do and what is hard for me is just shutting it off um, and not getting all of the the people that I have around me talking to me on a daily basis I would go crazy probably a little bit but not necessarily I think if if you know if if I were to talk about it it would be no different than any other day because if you think about the spirit world there are spirits around us all the time um, in every walk of life likely a million of them are in this room tonight with us so obviously as we've heard um, there's a lot of folks that are so um, it's no different for me on Halloween than it is any other day but that's a great question thank you Sure. I, actually, I, I don't need that microphone. <laughs> I can hear you. I, I got, I'm Phil Donahue in it right here, sister. He's he's likely gifted. So. And it's, but, but keep in mind that spirit can, can speak with children. They speak through animals. They speak through things that are innocent and believe and that aren't really tainted necessarily yet, if you will. So yes, it is definitely possible that they can speak through them and that they've, they've come to them. And that's kind of how it happened for me. I was 
about five years old. Um, we lived in Wheat Ridge at the time, and the property that that house is on is on an old Indian burial ground. So a lot of Native American energy is around me. Not necessarily that I have that heritage, but that it's just there. So there was times, even as a little girl, that I, I woke up in I, my bedroom. We had a bi-level duplex, and my room was in the basement, and I woke up floating with a Native American grandmother spirit that happens to be one of my, my spirit guides now. So those things really do happen. At five and six years old, it's hard to articulate that to your mom and dad. I was just very lucky to have a set of parents that was like, okay, let's go get this kid some counseling, you know? Um, but, uh, but, you know, yes, it does happen, so. So he's older, but he said that he'd seen them around my daughter before she just gave birth to my grandson. And I'm like, that's really, like, that's really cool. That's very possible. That's really cool. He must have some sensitivities or some, you know, some clairsentience where he can actually see those things as well. So something for him to just, to, you know, kind of keep in the back of his head. Oh, he does. <laughs> that, that's good. Daryl, we have a question up front. Okay. Um, but while he's coming over, I want to know, are you holding an amethyst because you knew that that's the name of Daryl's fake band that he had in high school? Yes. We, were fake. We, we partied all over Arvetta. This is it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I Just am wondering. holding an amethyst. He didn't play any instrument. He doesn't know how to sing. Yeah, Just but that the was the name art. of his band. Okay. So, Jen, I have two questions, if sure. that's okay. Yeah. Um, if someone were to sign up for a reading, have you ever done readings where just no one has come through for them? Yes. It's so very uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Okay. It is, but you know, I also, but, but being a medium and being a psychic are two different things. Mm -hmm. So psychic is very intuitive. Um, being a medium, I can hear you, I can see you, and I can feel you. So when I say I can see, I see the outlines I see things that are very familiar to me. I don't see a full body, not all the time. It depends on who it is. Okay. Um, it, it really is it's, it's person to person with certain people and their relatives. If there were a strong love bond and a strong bond that, like that, I can see them fully. Um, sometimes I just see shadows. Okay. So. And my second question, have you ever helped to solve murders? I have not. My, my mentor has, however. Um, I'm, I'm not going to throw her name out there, but that's a great question. I have been asked that question a lot. Um, what I will say is that, you know, if given the opportunity, I would be happy to try to help. Um, sometimes those are things that I choose to block out. Let's have you start now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. kidding. John Bonet, go. I, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I would not. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that for so many reasons. Um, this is, you know, you've all given me permission to give, to, to read for you just by buying a ticket and being here. Normally, I ask for permission. Um, you know why John Benet's mom didn't give permission? Okay. Um, maybe a little. <laughs> it's not a joke. I was just going to say just because <laughs> she so knows who, what happens. <laughs> that's just my. But that's a great. Preference. That's a really great question. But yes, um, they are used actually in most detective type works. Uh, type work. Um, my mentor has done it for City of Westminster. So, yep. Really good questions. Uh, I just wanted to say when uh, Jen did a reading for me. This isn't the Colleen show, although I think she would like that. That would be really cool. But um, when she was very sick, she would sign off all of her emails, love, 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 and be nice. And that's all you have to do. Well, anyway, Jen didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's just like, okay, something's screaming at me. I'm seeing neon love, not one, not two, but three. Right. Just love, love, love. What, what the hell is that? She, and it's over and over and over in neon. Yeah. 
That's crazy. She does it. I know. It's, it is crazy. She's loud. She's, she very, she's very loud. She still wants mm. you to do yoga. Fine. I know. Sun salutation specifically. I'll do yoga when I go up to Red Rocks if I ever go up there. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. There you go. It can make me, me look like that. her. I'll do anything. Yeah. There you go. Indeed. So, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. That's for sure. Well, you're very good at what you do. We really appreciate you Thank expending you. that energy and expertise and love and compassion for all of us. That was really, really awesome. Do you oh, have anything you. else? Do you have any more? Do you want to, are you good? I don't have anything more. Any more I'll questions? be here for a little while. Um, I will be sitting in the back. I have some business cards. There's a website coming. I'm a little technologically busy and challenged. So I have someone for you. Do so. someone's. Even if you don't want a reading, you want to make a new friend. She's just a fabulous person. I'm honored to know you. Thank you. You guys, everybody give it up for Jen. Hey, you crafty witches. I wanted to tell you about my friends over at Busy Bees Craft and Ceramics. They have the most amazing ceramics and art studio that you've ever seen. With thousands of pieces on their shelves ready to paint. You can always drop in and paint or create with them, but they do so much more technique classes, sip and paint nights, parties and events, to-go kits, custom creative art pieces, and my favorite, Raku. If you haven't seen Raku yet, you need to give it a quick goog now because it is the coolest. The people at Busy Bees are incredibly knowledgeable. They're friendly and they're welcoming, and they're so committed to helping you bring your vision to life. You're going to have such a good time when you go and check them out. They're located at 8512 Pearl Street in Thornton, Colorado, just two blocks northeast of I-25 and 84th. Give them a call at 303-287-5271. Follow them on Facebook or on their website at www.busybeescrafts.com. And that's bees with a Z. Make sure to mention GWBW for 10% off your first purchase. Yes, remember our friends at Busy Bees Crafts and Ceramics. They're a big part of the Good Witch, Bad Witch podcast. And also, remember, stay tuned. Next week comes part two of the live show. We'll see you then. Thanks.